1: Hello and welcome to Out of the Fog. I'm Karen Hager. Each week at this time, we gather for a spiritual conversation with enlightening guests, and I'm glad you're here. Technology changes everything. We can be in face-to-face connection with people from around the world just in a heartbeat. We can get information about almost anything with a few keystrokes, and we can communicate and co-create and spread messages to millions The flip side of all this connection is that we look down we're pulled into our screens and some might say that we like my wife would say that we can become addicted to technology so that powerful connective tool can isolate us as well my guest on today's show is kim stanwood terranova and she believes there's a different kind of technology available to us the technology of intention that can bring us back to our true selves and help us create more joyful lives. Are you ready to meet her? Kim stanwood Terranova is a counselor, coach, speaker, author, and spiritual teacher. She's a licensed practitioner of truth through the Agape International Spiritual Center, lead teacher at Rhythmia Life Advancement Center in Costa Rica, the spiritual director of the Summit Treatment Center in Malibu, California, and a course creator and teacher of the Spiritual Liberation in Action class for Agape University. Kim's also the founder of Namaste Retreats, Namaste Retreats for Children, and The World as One, a nonprofit organization committed to bringing principles of peace to children all over the world. Kim's new book is The Technology of Intention, Activating the Power of the Universe in You. And you can find out more about Kim and her work at KimStanwoodTerranova.com. Kim, welcome to Out of the Fog.
0: Karen, thank you so much for that beautiful welcome. Thank you. Thank you. No, you're
1: very welcome. So let's dive right into this. What is the technology of intention and may I have some please? (laughs)
0: Yes, you can have an unlimited amount. The technology of intention is our own inner ability to tap into our spiritual technology, our inner technology that I think sometimes we forget when, as you so brilliantly expressed, that we're looking down at screens for that level of technology, which is a blessing in the world. And simultaneously, we get to remember we've got a massive blessing that has still so much more for us to tap into, which is our inner technology that inner guidance system with it within each and every one of us and that is where the power of technology exists because we can tap into our inner wisdom and really map out clear pathways to write clear intentions to speak clear intentions so that we can place them on the altar of consciousness for them to be manifested created through us as us which is a, a co-creation opportunity um, and i just said a lot right there didn't i
1: <laughs> Oh, it's awesome oh, it's awesome um that the word technology suggests to me almost that there is a system or a strategy there's a process mm-hmm. while there are i think fundamentals of intention setting and manifesting do we all manifest or create intentions in the same way
0: well we all have the ability and the tools our inner system to absolutely create what we wish in the same way, we all do it in our own unique way, depending where we've come from, what we believe, what we're owning, what we practice. But the, the tools of technology have certain steps, tools of intention, excuse me, have very clear steps that if we use those in our own unique way, then we can absolutely be manifesting what we desire. So it's individual, but simultaneously, it's very much part of a, a universal truth that we are creating, and if we tap into intention, we're creating in a much faster, and not by speed, but ability to create consciously.
1: Would you Do you resonate with the idea that we are all creating all the time, whether or not we are
0: paying attention to it? Yes, I do. I believe that, you know, we're either creating unconsciously or consciously. And my intention in bringing this book about was really to assist people to look at that, Karen, really see, oh, I am creating. And to become so able to tap into, I want to create consciously so that my inner chatter does not just automatically keep creating things I don't want. I think that is something that in the human level, we, we do until we wake up enough to remember gently, not with judgment, but gently like, oh, I see myself doing that. And, and the, it's really important to me that we do it gently because if not, then the judgment just keeps us in, in a space of separation, of still judging ourselves that we're not doing it right when really it's just a, a matter of constantly waking up every day, every day, every day to the power within us and accessing that, not being asleep to it. <laughs>
1: I love that idea of waking up to it every day and, mm. and maybe waking up to it with the compassion that yes. you're talking about. Because when we wake up every day and we're like, oh, I, I set this intention. I wanted, a, I wanted a pony. I still didn't get the pony. It's still not here. I'm not doing this right. I'm creating the same thing over and over. I forgot to be conscious. When we wake up, wake up that way every day, it really shuts down yes. the possibilities and the, I guess, the power that we have to make yes. things
0: happen. We just block the channel when we do that. You know, I feel like we all have our direct channel to source, to spirit at all times. And everything we can do, which I call our, our practices, our spiritual practices are in place to keep our channel clear so that we are awake, so that we are consciously creating. And that is a, is a journey in this experience called life is, is what are my practices? And we all have different ones. So that comes back to that question, like, do we have a different way of doing it? We each have our own unique patterns that bring us to our practice. Some people it's meditation and prayer. Other people it's, it's running and sitting on a surfboard in the ocean. But what brings us to our center, to that access, to source, you know, that when we're there, we can absolutely set the intentions to create consciously, to amplify the manifestations that come back to us. Why do
1: we sometimes, and when I say we, I usually mean me Why do I sometimes (laughs) um, avoid that place of center, avoid that place of power? What is it that makes us try to skirt the issue or take a shortcut or step around that power of intention
0: and the responsibility that comes with it? Why do we do that? You just said the word. And I just, I thank you for even in your voice is so tender and your ask is that, is it's that, it's that responsibility you know, I'll say to people at times, it's, it's not easy until it is. It's just that to be conscious and awake, it gets me weepy to think about it. it, means we feel more. We participate more. When we're asleep, things can go by us and we could be a little detached from the pain of another or the impact of the choice we just made. When we choose to stay awake, we there's a little, there's more Rawness, vulnerability, which I think is exciting, because when I'm there, I believe that's a place of power. When we're vulnerable, because then we're activating at a very conscious level, and it it does require us to be responsible, and it, that is not always easy. We, to be responsible, we're going to feel it more, and to feel it more, we get to be able to activate tools that keep us centered while we are feeling it more. So if I'm feeling vulnerable, if I'm feeling like, oh, whew, the weight of the world is a lot right now and I'd rather go to sleep, I can I use my tools right then. I start taking deep breaths. I ground my feet to the to the earth and to, to the center of the earth and to remember it's okay, Kim, it's okay. That's where the gentleness comes in. Let me talk to myself gently so I could be so present in this moment that seems scary that I make a responsible choice, whether that means I'm going to be vulnerable with this individual, whether that means I'm going to, choose authenticity instead of hiding out but those are moments that we have viewed I believe in the in in you know in the human existence as being too scary to look at when really if we look at them they're really exciting we just have to be willing to go through them and once we do how many times do we go through something that seemed difficult and we go that wasn't as hard as I thought and I felt it and that was amazing well and it calls
1: us back into connection with the, I think the divine love that's at the source of our being, that yes. when we make that choice, I can be vulnerable, I can look at the scary thing, yes. I can, with compassion, wake up again and again, I think we wake up in every breath, that's how I believe, yes. so that, that again and again and again I can wake up, there's a reminder of the way in which we are all held, whether we are aware of it or not, or ever choose to acknowledge it or not, we really are all held in that place of power and to a certain extent, safety, protection. So that we can be conscious creators, so that we can make yes.
0: change. I love the way you said that. Absolutely, I, I'm. I completely am with you there. We all are held, and it is always that gentleness and compassion that reminds us of that when it doesn't feel like we are, when we feel alone. You know, where can what is the pathway to get us back to our center to feel that? And when we each find our own of that, you know, I take off straight to the mountains if I'm feeling disconnected and I, I want to hit my feet to the ground and be feeling the earth and see, feeling the sky, you know, beating down on me so I know, oh, remind me who I am in these moments that seem confusing.
1: I love to knit and so when everything goes haywire I grab yarn and the needles and and have the physical I'm not a good knitter but I am persistent um and I have the physical experience of watching something come to life in the needles right the way that we yes. through what I touch and feel and through my just twining knitting is just loops of things but it reminds me of the way we're all bound up with each other in life yes. and so that's a huge grounding thing for me yes um, I also have a lot of strange looking dishcloths because of this grounding <laughs> habit of mine
0: um,
1: <laughs> that. So, um and my family's kind they're just like what's this and I just say oh it's a dishcloth and they go oh okay we sure we believe that that's fine
0: perfect
1: <laughs> what is what how do you define an intention and is that different from is an intention different from something we want like a
0: desire Mm -hmm. great so a desire is our our desire points us in the direction of what our intention can be you bet so so an intention is a lasered statement that we are placing onto the altar of consciousness so that we can co-create with spirit. Different from a goal. A goal is is I will look at it and I love them both. A goal is something that we say, oh, I will aim at that. And we usually create it from what we've seen someone else create, what we believe we can create, and it has a it has a definite outcome where an intention Is we look at at the desire that we have and we know that if that is my desire, if I write this intention in the positive present and based on qualities that my intention is to move forward and call forth divine partnership in all ways that is filled with love and joy and peace in this moment and onward, that is an intention that we place and allow spirit to co-create with us because we let go of it and we we usually don't know how it's going to be created. And that's the most beautiful thing is we set the desire through an intention, let go. And then our action comes from inspired action because we we usually don't know the how. And that's a huge trust in our remembrance that we are held and working with a power that always knows.
1: I'm talking with Kim Stanwood Terranova. Her new book is The Technology of Intention, Activating the Power of the Universe Within You. Her website is KimStanwoodTerraNova.com. I'm going to, there's going to be spelling. Are you ready? Kim, K-I-M-S-T-A-N-W-O-O-D-T-E-R-R-A-N-O-V-A. KimStanwoodTerraNova.com. So you were talking about setting that clear intention, and then letting go of the result, letting go of the way in which it will be in which it will happen. Mm -hmm. That feels very freeing to me because I feel like we're in a time when it's hard to set clear intentions because everything's smeary, blurry, scary, Mm -hmm. what the heck. So Mm -hmm. how can we set clear intentions and then let go of result during a difficult time like this?
0: Beautiful question. When we come back to what it is, I'll ask people, what do you want to feel? What do you want to experience? And if they say, I really want peace or health or wholeness, then those are qualities that our intention is aimed for. We're not saying how. If someone's feeling, dealing with illness, then our intention is to call forth and accept divine health and wholeness, knowing that all pathways to that are open and clear for that body temple to experience and come back to center. Now, our let go is that we get to First come to, this is my intention. So we make it crystal. We write it with clarity because clarity is power. Even if we don't know what the result is, it's the experience. So that one was for health and wholeness or whether it's divine employment. If someone's saying, I need a job and I I don't even know what to do right now. I would ask them, what are are the qualities of that job? What do you feel in it? Because that's really your place where you're delivering your gifts and being of service. So, the intention is going to match those qualities. So, if someone says, I'm artistic and I want to connect with others, and then the intention follows, my intention is to call forth the most divine place for me to be of service and perfect financial exchange where I can deliver my gifts with ease and effortlessness to others that impact their lives. Now, none of that says the time, the place, the location. But what it does say is everything that we are wanting to experience, those are those desires. Now, when we let go and know that that's the intention I'm following, when a phone call comes in, an email comes in that directs us to possibilities, then we move forward with inspired action and almost always care and have a result that is bigger than what we could have created ourselves because we haven't seen it yet when we write the intention. But what, we've, what we do know is whether it's what is the quality I want? Relationship, harmony, communication in my family, health and wholeness in my body, temple, peace on earth. What it, like? What is my intention to be a beneficial presence this day? There's so many that we can, and every time we set one, we've just interrupted an old pattern of going unconscious in our creation. Every time we set an intention, we're out of expectation. Every time we set an intention, we're being gentler with ourselves and connecting with source. So. It's why I'll ask people at all times, did you write an intention before you walk into that meeting? Did you set one before you pick up the phone for that interview or before you walked in and had a conversation with your family? Because when we know how to do them regularly, they happen easily.
1: I never thought about it that way before, that Mm -hmm. setting an intention is an interruption. Oh, I love that. Mm -hmm. That setting an intention is an interruption, in the old way of moving forward in the, maybe in the less aware way. When I Absolutely. bring, when I bring my focus to that intention, yes, I'm it Oh, okay. Yes. So I love that. So if I were, for example, to watch something on the news that made me incredibly triggered, insanely yes. triggered, what mm-hmm. kind of intention can I set to interrupt that trigger? And Beautiful. I do want to be open to be a, a peaceful presence
0: in the world. How can Absolutely. I do that? See, the news to me is my place to hold prayer. So if I, if I see the news like that and something triggers me, my ability right there, see, I even took a breath just thinking about it, is to yeah. take a breath, to come back to center and to know my intention is to, to see the truth, to live the truth, to stand in peace in the midst of all circumstances. My intention is to, to speak from the, from the consciousness of peace in the midst of all circumstances. My intention is to walk with the awareness that I'm a beneficial presence and and, and be very conscious of the impact in all my conversations. Anything of that just interrupted the trigger. So then we're not carrying the trigger, we're carrying the possibility.
1: So we are not carrying the trigger. We're carrying the possibility. And that, that's huge. That has a lot of application to me as I think yes. about how do we move forward, those of us who are the healers and the teachers and the intuitives and the good people. I believe everybody who's here in their body at this time is here for a reason. Me we too. got stuff to do, no fooling around, all hands yep. on deck, no excuses, right? Put down that dishcloth, yep. you're in it, and we got to go. Yes. And so as we are fully present, how can we use the technology of intention, not just for our own paths, but to kind of help bring us together with other people to make that kind of difference?
0: Beautiful. Every Every day when I say my morning prayers, evening prayers, afternoon prayers, my intention in the midst of them is to stand for the place of oneness, the truth of oneness, that we are a body of love that's moving and breathing as one. And so that when we have, like my intention is to walk, in the path of oneness this day and bless those I walk with. My intention is to be open and willing to be of service in all ways and be guided in where I deliver my gifts this day. Every, any intention that brings us back to the remembrance And the ability we have to tap into blessing individuals on the other side of the earth, blessing. There's moments that I'm saying prayers for all the, you know, decision makers on this planet that are making decisions for the masses. That they make them. My intention is to bless them with an awakened mind today. That they are conscious and alert to what choices are being made. That my intention is to walk with thy neighbor and know that there's a ripple effect that's moving through my neighbor, through the neighborhood, out through the city, through the state and beyond, and that I'm the light of love that's just rolling over the planet with every breath. Those can seem big, and yet at the same time, we're participating every moment anyway. So why not participate with the remembrance of, oh, I could bless someone next door or across the world in the same effect that I can bless myself and my family this day.
1: Oh. I love that the smallest shift can make the biggest difference.
0: Absolutely.
1: So for people listening who want to know more, and yes, they're going to pick up the book and they're going to go to your website, but if they want to start like right now, like right now, as they're listening, what's the most powerful thing they could do to start to set a clear intention?
0: Great. They, if you, Look at that there's three elements to writing clear intentions, that they're always in the positive, they're always in the present moment, and we base them on qualities. And if we hear the ones I just gave as examples, present moment, positive, and qualities. So say someone woke up today and went, oh, my intention this day is to be willing to be conscious in all of my actions. Beautiful intention. Just to start with that, my intention this day is to be willing to heal my heart as I walk upon this earth and listen to the inner guidance within my soul as I move forward. My intention today is to, to know that I am a beneficial presence and shine brightly in everywhere that I am, am, am presenting myself. Anything that is my intention is to be present, awake, and aware this day, remembering the power I have within my soul. All of those have those three, those three, qua- those three elements, correct? Yes, they absolutely do. So when we and sometimes you know when someone says, "Well, I want it to be simpler," it could be my intention is to stay conscious today. My intention mm-hmm. is to be kind today. My intention is is that the words that come out of my mouth are are thoughtful of others. That's plenty of an intention to move you through the day, so that your choices. See, all our choices come from that intention. When we don't set one, we go unconscious. And we don't mean to, but all of a sudden we hit traffic, walk into work late and everything's like, oh, this is going to be a hard day versus those things occurred. I'm not ignoring them, but my intention is to be centered, even if they occurred so that I'm not shaken by the circumstances. When we all stay present to, I'm going to be grounded today. And when I get shaken, then I'm going to gently back to compassion with myself, come back to center, take a breath and begin again. Over and over and over again, we have that opportunity and I want us to all embrace it, just like gentleness, get back up, keep going, get back up, keep going. Yeah.
1: Well, it's part of that co-creative power, isn't it? That yes. that we are always creating, then that means that if the intention that I set now in this moment isn't, and I'm putting it in quotation marks, mm-hmm. perfect, mm-hmm. that I can revise, that I can live into, that I can imagine more, that I can create more, that Instead of maybe being something you're stuck with, I know people who buy intention journals and then just they leave them blank because they're paralyzed because if I, oh, I don't mm -mm, know, I can't get it wrong. (laughs) Instead of that intention, setting intention in this way, the technology of intention is freeing.
0: Yes. Rather than restrictive. Absolutely. Play with it. The times that I have said an intention when I first began and really saw later that, oh my gosh, I got exactly what I wanted, but I didn't really want that. Then I get to, I giggle and go, okay, well, what it showed me is the universe is listening. That's what it showed. Oh, it's listening and responding to me. So let me come back to be clear. My intention today is to gain clarity on what I do desire. It's a great intention because clarity will always come. Especially when we have an intention for it. Now, you
1: are busy teaching and out mm-hmm. in the world and writing books. Can you
0: let the listeners know how they can connect with you and find out more? Absolutely. Um, the book, of course, can be purchased right on Amazon and I'd be honored and thrilled. And you could go to my website at kimstanwoodteranova.com, or follow me on any of the, of course, social media. I think on Instagram, I'm Kim Stanwood and on Facebook. But I would, I'm would, i always speaking in different places and love when I get to meet people who I've, I've been exchanging fun with in this way and then meet in person. So please follow me and sign up on my newsletter and I will keep you posted where I'm at
1: wonderful um kim thank you so much for being on the program what great fun to talk to you and thank, thank you. you
0: thank you i enjoyed it fully have a beautiful beautiful day thank you kim that is kim stanwood
1: terranova her new book is the technology of intention activating the power of the universe within you and you can find out more about kim and her work and get all the so you can find her on instagram and facebook and all that good stuff that's at kim dot com. that's k-i-m S-T-A-N-W-O-O-D-T-E-R-R-A-N-O-V-A.com, com. And you're always welcome over at KarenHager.com. It's a great place to find out about upcoming classes and events. You can even book a private intuitive session there with me if you are so inclined. And if you believe as I do that, when we focus on peace, when we focus on change, we really can create shift in the world. I invite you to check out openpeacefulheart.com. That's a project my wife and I have been working on for the last few years, where we gather once a month for Sunday of every month for 15 minutes of free guided meditation. Everybody's welcome. There's no selling, no yelling, just to focus on peace in our hearts and peace in the world. At openpeacefulheart.com, you'll find an archive of guided meditations. Those are free. Do whatever you want to with those. Listen to them, give them to your friends, and you can sign up to be part of our live calls every month. And thank you for listening today. Together we are spreading a little more light in the world, and a little more light is always a good thing. Until next time, I'm wishing you peace.